Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Rafael, I am your host here. Today I would like to share with you two excerpts of some lectures I've done on reality, on our perception of reality, on the illusions of the self being separated from nature and so on. I hope you enjoy these lectures. If you have any questions or comments, please do send me an email. If you would like to receive our weekly newsletter, I send it every Monday morning. Check out the blog, the YouTube channel and so on. I will link everything below in the description to this podcast. Enjoy these lectures and I hope I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hello, who are you? I am Raphael, that is my name, that my parents chose a bit before I was born. I'm French, what does that mean? It means that I was born in France. In fact, I was born in Nice, which is in the southeast of France. It is only a few kilometers from Italy. Had I been born a few kilometers further east, I would have been Italian. A little bit further north, I would have been Swiss, but that would be a completely different story. But I am French, not Italian, no matter how close to Italy I was born. That means that I grew up speaking French and that my thoughts and dreams are in French. French is a funny language. It is very complex in its form and construction. It is complicated. It is a complicated way to think. When I think in English, which I often do now, the content of the thoughts change. It is not just the form, it is also the substance. Different nuances of the same word create an opposite expression. So... I'm French. In school, I learned the history of France. What I am interested in is to know why I am not Italian. It's right next door. But what a silly question you will say. It is because I am born in France, not in Italy. The thing is, many people in my hometown are born in Italy. Our food is mostly the same as in Italy. We have pizza, ravioli, gnocchi. Our tomatoes have the same color and the same taste. So, the tomatoes are the same here and there. But I am not the same as the person that sells me cheese on the market of Vendimilia. This is because we were born on different sides of the border. You see, France is France because a thousand-ish years ago, we tried to kill as many people as possible, led by a fierce person driven by greed and unsatiable thirst for power. So we tried to conquer more. Then came another guy, and we tried the same. Then another and the same. We killed, we pillaged, we raped. And for what? To try to satisfy man's vice. Fast forward a couple of centuries later, and we started being a bit more diplomatic-ish, with ups and downs, of course. Even today, we kill each other for no reason other than being lost in the illusions of our imagination. Because this god or that god. Because this greedy bastard or that one. But in general, in Western Europe, the day I was born in 1987, we did less killing here. We started building borders and with some fancy new rules on how to cross them with a fancy paper that is stamped by some imaginary human construct. And as of today, with the European Union being what it is, we don't even have the borders we used to. It is only fictitious. It's a fictitious line somewhere on the map. And so, between Menton and Ventimiglia, 
two bordering cities, France and Italy, you could actually now put one foot in each country. And isn't that fun? The line is more fictitious than it ever was, of course. And it was always just a thought that spread from one person to another. It was never real. I'm born on this piece of rock, and he is born on that other piece of rock. That is what defines us. The line in the middle that doesn't exist and was put in place to mitigate more killing and satisfy the most powerful's greedy natures. The funny thing is that I am the first French person in my lineage, in my family, or at least the first person born in France. My mother was born in Algeria, which is in North Africa. When she was born, Algeria belonged to France, and at school, children were taught that they were all French and that Asterix was their ancestor. Then in 1962, in the Algerian War, it changed, and the children, from one day to another, had a new ancestor. On my father's side, though, they originate from Austria. They fled the Nazis in the 40s during the war, landing in England. My grandfather never spoke English very well. I only saw him two or three times in my whole life, but I remember that speaking German was forbidden. That was his mother tongue. When your government kills your entire family in front of you, you start to deny where you're from. That makes sense. But again, from one day to another, they were identifying themselves previously, right? As proud Austrians. He was part of a, of a political party and everything. That a few years prior, they would have fought on the German side, you know, in the First World War. That means that the same person in those days could have potentially killed and died for Germany, Austria, and a few days later, after that country tried to exterminate his race, his family, they would actually fight against that country and <laughs> flee for their lives from that country. I know that right now I'm expressing a very overly simplistic view that doesn't reflect fully all the complexities of that subject. But if a shift in identity is so easily done, then we identify to the wrong data sets. Have you ever heard that friend, uh, you know, we all have a friend like this, right? Who was a fervent football supporter of a team, but every time they lost, they were a fervent supporter of another team. So like 2006, who are you? I'm an Arsenal fan. 2018, who are you? I'm a huge Man City supporter. They changed their emblem. They changed their outfits from red to light blue. And they changed their identity, their songs, everything. <laughs> Again, I'm being overly simplistic about a complex subject. And I'm being a little cynical and facetious. This is because once we wake up to the fact that we're identifying ourselves to events and circumstances that are only real in our own heads, in our thoughts, and in thoughts of others, most of those in the past that are now dead, it becomes really funny, it becomes quite humorous. How can I be so shallow is the first question that pops up into my students' heads when they start seeing a glimpse of light. That doesn't matter. It is not a question that needs answering. But now, it is time to go deeper and to realize who we really are. We are more than a set of circumstances that often originates from some angry man's greed and thirst for power. And so, to close this little lecture, I will simply continue with a question. Who are you?
When something big happens in your life, something big enough that you use your senses and your feelings more than your mind, it disrupts your reality to a point that you understand that you can or must change that reality. Now, the moment you think or feel that you must change your reality is often the moment you understand that if you can change your reality, then it is not reality. You cannot change reality, but you can change the course of circumstances. 99% of the people that come to me because they need to go soul-searching or find a new way of life and focus on their personal development, it is because there was a big disruption in their circumstances on their life path that triggered an inner need, whether conscious or unconscious, to transcend the illusion that we are the sum of our thoughts and circumstances. That need creates a yearning to re-establish contact with the body the soul, and nature. A new way of thinking is craved, but really what is seeked is a way of less thinking, if possible non-thinking, and more feeling. When I talk about a significant disruption, it needn't have a negative connotation, although it is true that we are more easily disrupted by pain than by pleasure, I see both on a regular basis. Yes, when pain structs, We need to escape or find a desperate need to get out, just like you would if you were stuck in a room that has caught fire. The instinct of survival is one of the strongest ones we have. A disruptive event can be the loss of a loved one, a separation with a force, losing a significant amount of our possessions, of our income, losing a job, for example, injury to the body and such. It can also be a very intense emotional positive event that creates such disruption, such as the birth of a newborn, a lightning stroke of a new love, a near-death experience or a healing event, getting yourself out of a heart attack or something like this.